Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of Gen Xenomics, which is brought to you by the Young Investor Society. I'm your host, Gregory Shelsey, and we have a lot to cover today, so let's get right on into it. As I'm sure you might have heard, things have been crazy in the market for the past week. GameStop is up 1,625% year-to-date, and AMC, the movie theater chain, is up over 500% year-to-date as well. You might be saying to yourself, why would anyone want to buy shares in GameStop, the same company that gave me 40 cents for my old Xbox 360 in 2014? Trust me, I'm still bitter about it too. And trust me, I really don't know why. But this episode is going to give you an overview of everything that's going on right now in the market. First, I'm going to give you a rundown of the news in case you missed it. Then, I'm going to explain why everything is happening. And from there, I'm going to tell you about the players involved, from Robinhood to big hedge funds, and how it affects you and your financial situation. I'm so excited to get started. Let's get into it. First, we need to cover some basics. What is shorting a stock? So, shorting a stock is when you bet that a stock is going to go down. And it's not a bet like at a casino. It's like a bet, but more formal, I guess you could say. So what you do is you take shares at market value, so it's current price, and you sell them immediately. And then, because you think the stock price is going to go down, you agree to buy them back at a lower price and take the difference. So let's say I wanted to short 100 shares of stock ABC at $10 a share. I'd get them instantly and I'd sell it. And then I'd have have $1,000 in my account. And if the stock went to $6 a share, I'd rebuy those 100 shares for $600, and then I would keep the $400 difference between when I sold them and when I rebought them back. Shorting is a great tool if you're careful and you know what you're doing, but it can get really hairy like it did this past week. GameStop is up 1,625% year-to-date, and because a stock can technically go to infinity, shorting never has any losses. This is driven by somewhat of their new management. They have a new CEO, George Sherman, from from Chewy. But what it really is, is speculation and people realizing that the stock was overshorted. So many funds were betting against the stock that they were shorting it more than it existed. If you don't understand what that means, let me give you this example. Imagine you have a pizza with eight slices, and then you you sell 10 slices of pizza. How how does that work? It, It doesn't make sense. But don't you worry. The hedge funds worth billions of dollars did not think that hard about it, and they kept shorting GameStop. And that led to a short squeeze. And a short squeeze is when everyone is betting that a stock goes down, but it going up very quickly causes everyone who's betting against it to rebuy it and lose money, which then keeps driving the stock price higher. And because the stock was being shorted more than it existed, technically it can just keep going up because it's being bet on, it's being bet against more than it exists. It's absolutely wild. And it was all started by a subreddit. I don't know how many of you use Reddit. I maybe scroll through it from time to time. But a subreddit called Wall Street Bets figured out how to make hedge funds and short sellers alike lose $8 billion within the span of a week. $8 billion. That's insane. I don't know if you guys understand the magnitude of that. I think that's probably some of the worst losses people have had for shorting stocks since Tesla this past year. And I can't even think of anything before that because it's really unprecedented in such a short amount of time. And the real issue isn't coming from hedge funds losing money. It's from people's perceived lack of respect for Wall Street after this. I don't know if you've heard, but all the major brokerage firms aren't letting people buy shares of GameStop anymore, or they're restricting what they purchase. And some people, like some big Wall Street bankers, think this is fair because they think what the subreddit is doing is illegal. But everyone, including Congress people and and social media influencers have all agreed. If you make a mistake on Wall Street and a subreddit figures it out, 
the subreddit has the right to expose you. But apparently the Securities and Exchange Commission does not agree with that. It's fine though. Don't worry. I don't think any of you are hedge fund managers just yet. So you really don't have much to worry about. But let's talk about the long-term effects. One of the firms that's been hardest hit by this is Melvin Capital. In March of 2020, they had 13.1 billion assets under management. That's more than like, I think all of my listeners combined. And they're investing with other people's money. And we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars at a time. Really wealthy people go to this fund for them to invest. They're led by Steve Cohen, who's a billionaire, of course. And they're probably going to go bankrupt. They lost billions of dollars. Then they got a cash transfusion from a few other funds to keep them alive. And then they lost that money too. So Melvin Capital is in the gutter. And although that doesn't affect us because none of us have enough money to invest with them, if and when they start selling their positions to compensate for their technically infinite losses on GameStop, that means that their other positions are going to go down because they sold them. And that can affect you. So I'm not one to give financial advice because I'm a 16-year-old working out of my house, making a podcast for my enjoyment. But what I would really say is just stay out of it. I'm not involved. I love stocks. I love trading. But it is beyond insane. Don't try and call the hedge funds and invest with them. Trust me, they're still not interested. They'll be fine. And I would just stay out. This is, this is a prime example of what everyone's been saying the past few months on the street, which is that Wall Street has become incredibly disconnected from reality. All of a sudden, people on a subreddit are able to make a $13.1 billion fund lose all their money. So this is what it means for Wall Street to be disconnected. Everyone is just acting erratically all the time. Companies with good fundamentals are not nearly keeping up with some of the more speculative stocks like Plug Power, Fuel Cell, GameStop, AMC. It's insane. And my question for you is, if you really don't think that this is insane, whether you support it or not is none of my business, I think it's an interesting occurrence going on. But when was the last time you went to an AMC or a GameStop? Go ahead, tell me. I really doubt you did. I have an Xbox One sitting behind me, and it's three years old, and my mom got it off of Amazon. When I want to buy games, I get them on the Xbox. You couldn't make me go to GameStop if my life depended on it. I hate it so much. I hate it in there. They give you 20 cents for every game. Now, maybe some of you guys attend, but I know I most certainly don't. But let's talk about AMC specifically. They restructured their capital expenditure to try and clean up their asset column and their balance sheet, but it's still a movie theater during a global pandemic. They are physically not able to get any business. And it is somehow up 525% year to date, meaning it's multiplied by five since January 1st. The craziest part is about these numbers I'm giving you, they aren't even the peak of where this is. At one point, GameStop was an extra $100 higher than it was now, or at least $75 because it hit $400. AMC is at roughly $9 now, and at one point it was at $20. It, it's insane. It's ridiculous. And here at the Young Investor Society, we always talk about practicing fundamental investing. And I know for a fact it's hard for a lot of you sitting at home right now, seeing your friends make make hundreds of dollars on stock options on AMC and GameStop, but trust me, it is not sustainable. Anyone who keeps trying to do this will lose money in the long term. It's been statistically proven. So keep buying index funds, keep buying good fundamentally sound companies, and keep reading and educating yourself. It's just a phase. I guarantee that. Before this episode ends, I really need to ask everyone that's listening right now to do me a huge favor. 
I make this content for free, and I'd really love to see this podcast grow, but I can only do it with your support and interaction. So, when you get the chance, please share this with at least one person who you think will gain from this podcast. Whether they like finance or want to get into it, I think there's plenty for them to learn from just by tuning in on a regular basis. If you don't know anyone, just share it on your Instagram story. Anything that can be done to help my podcast grow so I can have an even better community to share with you guys would mean the world to me. And also, don't forget to reach out to my email at gscelzi at ys.org if there's anything you want to say, whether it's a comment, question, thought, or concern. <laughs>